Welcome to Insufferable, episode number two. How's it going, Liza? Going good. I actually got out of the house today. Already? Okay, I woke up at nine, which is nuts, but I... Like sleeping in for you? Yeah. That's nuts. Like, what am I, 13 years old living in my parents' basement? It was... (laughs) But usually I'm up at six, but I was up at six in like a bloodbath, so... Oh, Dexter. Oh my God, it was the worst. So I had to address that situation. I had such bad cramps. I had to put a heating pad on to be able to fall back asleep. And then I was all sweaty and disgusting. So it was like, it's just been... A day of sheets. No, and I had my brand new sheets on the bed that I got from Target, and I was like, "God damn it!" And and then I went and looked, and it wasn't on the sheets. And I didn't even wear period underwear to bed. I I forgot to put them on, so I was lucky. All of a sudden, I can't hear you. Did you shut off your microphone? (laughs) Like, what did you just do? Is it working now? Yeah. (laughs) I was just making sure things were okay, and I accidentally clicked it. I'm sorry. Oh. I didn't go to university. For is that. it showing your proper microphone as the recording device? Yeah, okay. Yeah, put it back on. Oh, sorry. Oh, USB my God. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Before we get into Sue's notes. So Sue's notes is going to be something that we discuss at the beginning of every episode because we released episode one on January 1st and Sue, our mother, had some notes. And every time she listens to an episode, we will follow up with her notes on the next episode. And basically her, the overarching theme of her notes for episode one was that we need to research the stories more. Because we don't sound like we know what we're talking about. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And she's like, why didn't you Google stuff when you were on the podcast? Like Claudia Googles stuff all the time as they're talking. I'm like, I did. I did like look stuff up, but her biggest complaints from episode one. The first one, I get it. Like I should have mentioned this and I did read about this. It's just in the moment. I didn't think of it. But when Kanye interrupted Taylor at the VMAs, later on in the award show, Beyonce won an award because remember Kanye was like, Beyonce had the greatest video Mm -hmm. of all time or like of the year, whatever. Beyonce won later on in the night and invited Taylor up on stage to be able to give her thank you speech, which is like the best like that is sweet how sweet it's such a nice part of the story that I forgot to mention like sorry mom and then the second one and I have to like open my notes app to remember what his name was so she's like like when you were talking about that basketball player that said the rebound thing like that was so funny and I wanted to know who it was in the back of my mind and I didn't say this to her and she's she's listening now and she's probably like oh what are you gonna say in the back of my mind I was like mom it wasn't Michael Jordan so who the fuck, like, how do and, you know? And sorry, sorry, mom. But like, are you going to tune into ESPN to just like follow his career on this point? I know. Like, the name does not matter. Like, I wanted to know who it was. How many NBA players that play <laughs> right now, mom, do you know? Would you have like, been like, oh, that guy. Ha <laughs> ha, love him. We could have been like, oh, Magic Johnson. Oh, right. Magic Johnson. Yeah. Like the best. Yeah. Like, uh. And second of all, he's in the NBA now, but when it happened, he was an NCAA player like it was just ridiculous and you know what I don't even have in the notes what his name was okay let me let me google it quickly okay oh good luck uh rebound and probably get like his height and his age what his mom's name is mom's gonna want to know all of this stuff NCAA I don't even oh I think one of the teams was Baylor okay his name is Toreen Prince Okay, what's his um, star sign? We need to know this. I don't know. Okay, well, mom's obviously gonna... She's gonna be upset. But anyways, now everybody knows who it was. Yay! Um, So those were Sue's notes. And to be honest, like, I did read a lot about the stories for today, but I I was gonna make notes so that I was ready. But then I was like, oh, I don't have time to make notes. So hopefully we do better today, but we'll see. Yeah, so between the two of us, we put out about a 25% effort and... And we did a little reading. That's 50%. I don't have notes. You don't have notes. Yeah, we're passing. Yeah, no notes. We have no notes. My whole day today has been, are those period cramps or do I have to poo? Oh. It's the worst. And honestly, so far it's it's both. I only ever get period cramps in my back. It literally just feels like a sore back. My lower back is 
raging Mm. and we went to the guelph volleyball games last Mm -hmm. night i don't remember the last time i was in a gym sitting on a hard surface for hours yeah your ischiums they start hurting especially when you have like a 45 pound five-year-old that wants to sit on you like every so often yeah like he would go back and forth but like pre kept making jokes he's like are you gonna send the coach your highlight reel (laughs) (laughs) You had one of those. I think I he's took like, some clips for it. Yeah. He's like, how many years of eligibility do you have left? Oh I was my like, God. don't tempt me because like I'll go do a master's program. Oh, that would be amazing. Hilarious. Should I? Yeah. How does eligibility work though? I couldn't remember. Your one year in the States counts as two in the OCAA. Really? Yeah. I think that's how it is. So because I've been in school for like 25 years, that doesn't matter. No, it has nothing to do with like your age or... It's just how many years you played yeah so you've got some in the bank oh my god can you imagine though like i was watching them play and i'm like i can do that but like oh i know i couldn't no no but but if i tried really hard and i trained and i practiced i could yeah like so it'd be like a year and a half two years of like training yeah and you might be able to do it yeah but you're kind of like your pain tolerance is just not i don't think where it used to be with these periods if i got a period on a game day like sorry i can't play okay so this actually happened to me one time we were in a tournament and i tell my setter i kind of feel a little something and of course we're wearing spandex i was like oh my god like this had never happened to so i was like tell my setter i'm like do not set me the ball at the time i happened to be the one player that attacked the ball on the team we were uh, underdogs we were underdogs and of course i'm in the back court and does she not throw up a pipe ball right in the middle of the court so i'm like whatever i gotta do it i just (laughs) approached on it thinking like this is gonna be a disaster so anyways i hit the ball i like look down there's nothing there's no mess on aisle three so i turned to my coach called the timeout and i sprinted out of the gym by the time i got back to the gym the timeout was over and we're good to go i was back on the court was it what you thought it was yeah it was oh yeah it, i was so close to having like the most embarrassing moment in my life oh a my gym God. full of people i know and then Nuts. i questioned why we have to wear these little spandex okay so interesting so last night when we were watching there was quite a few girls that had full leggings on one girl also had the lululemon running shorts on not spandex interesting yeah because there used to be rules that you had to have all matching spandex No. And it was interesting, like the men. So the girls game went to five. This is a volleyball podcast now. The girls game went to five and they won by two points, like Guelph. So it went really late. And the whole time, because I was explaining to Milo, like, oh, wait till you see how high the guys jump like you're Mm -hmm. gonna be so like it's so cool like how hard they hit the ball so literally the second we got to the game it was the girls second set Mm. the whole time when are the boys playing are the boys playing are the boys coming on and they like some of the men's team i was like oh my god this is embarrassing he's like okay milo does not support women in athletics (laughs) well I support them, but at the end of the day, the men jump higher and they hit the ball harder, so it's more fun to watch. It's so fun to watch. And I was so sad because they didn't end up starting to play until after 9 p.m. And so we're sitting in the gym and he was so excited when the guys went on and they kept walking past us. We were in the bleachers and they kept going past and they're so freaking tall. And I was like, look how tall he is. And he was just so excited. And then when the boys went on to start walking, warming up to do the hitting and the serving Mm. because a lot of them jump serve right so they jump super high to serve he asked to go sit down closer to the gym floor so we went all the way down to the bottom and then you can really like see how tall they are and how high they jump so like he was so excited but then once they started playing the game he was kind of like over it and he was tired and he was hungry and so we only watched one set but before we pressed record on the podcast Liza was like how are you liking your bangs because I cut my bangs (laughs) on New Year's Eve and I was saying how like on day one after I have a shower they're great I look stunning gorgeous and the next days unless I fully re blow dry them and like wet them and do them like it's terrible so last night at the volleyball game before the men started playing they did like the national anthem and asked everybody to take their hats off and I was wearing a toque (laughs) (laughs) 
So Milo had his Pikachu hat on and my husband had a baseball hat on or pre as you know him as. And so they take their hats off for the national anthem and Pri's like, take your toque off. I'm like, I'm not taking my fucking toque off. Like my bangs are literally. I will disrespect this whole country. (laughs) Yeah, like fuck it. Like, uh, and so Milo started to understand what was happening and he's like, mommy, take off your toque. Take off your hat, mommy. And like the lights are down. People are like quietly singing Oh Canada. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so, I'm like, I'm not taking off my toque. And so Pre made a joke like under his breath that I was going to be canceled. And so Milo's like, mommy, you're canceled. Get out of here right now. And like the gym is like quiet. And it's like, oh, Canada. (laughs) An immediate cancel. Yeah, I'm looking around the gym to see if anybody else like has a hat on. And then there was this one lady on the other side of the gym that had her toque on still. And I was like, I feel you. You got bangs? Did you just cut your bangs? Yeah. Yeah, so that was... um, Oh, that's funny. But bangs are literally the worst. Yeah, it's the worst. They looked great. Yeah. But they'll probably never look like that again. They did. They do the day that I fully wash my hair. But the thing is, I was on this kick of only washing my hair twice a week and I double wash it. What does that mean? So I have like a detox, like a cleansing shampoo and then you fully rinse it out and then you do like regular shampoo fully rinse it out. Your hair will last so much longer with... What does it mean last? Like it doesn't get greasy yes. or what? Yeah. Like you won't feel like you have to wash your hair. Before I had to wash my hair literally every second day because my hair but like those oils are good for your hair okay well, it doesn't mean i have to like it i don't i don't <laughs> like feeling like i have greasy hair okay. like how often do you wash your hair uh it has to like when my head gets so itchy that i have to wash it <laughs> so probably like once a week or or like potentially twice a week yeah maybe so i guess that's easier if you wear your hair up all the time with yeah, a headband so with I a do. headband to cover the grease yes <laughs> Actually, do you know what this headband's for? Is this. Oh, your baby hairs? Yeah, that you love. That's what it's for. I also, my hairline, I feel like LeBron James since I had a baby. It's just, I hope it comes back because I, like, I'm starting to have, what is that? What's that rap line? I don't have dreams. I have full motion pictures or something. Never heard of it. his forehead's so big. What's that from? I'm gonna figure that out. But do you get it? It's funny. I don't get it. Can you say it again? I don't have dreams. I have full motion pictures. Oh, okay. Because it's like screening on his forehead. Your head's so big. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well. Um, so. It, okay, I probably delivered it wrong. Okay. <laughs> we'll look it up after that. That will be in our notes yeah. for yeah. next My week. mom is just like really. Yeah, mom's right. like, what's the rap song? Who sang it? <laughs> I need to know this joke. <laughs> what's the beat? Uh, oh my God. Okay, should we get into our insufferable tings yeah i had a couple like oh my god i think of so many throughout the week okay so i'll quickly this is not like a huge like it is a huge thing i'll tell you when i first noticed it is when i went to school in florida in 2003 mm. oh my god 20 years ago 24 not wait 21 yeah years ago and so when pre was like oh are you gonna send the coach your highlight reel i was like yeah uh here's my vhs oh, vhs <laughs> <laughs> literally it's on VHS. from 2003 like you probably had to like put that in a box and mail exactly. it to the coach. No, totally. Oh, um, okay. Man. So I noticed it when I moved to Florida for a year because it's very common in the US of A. Maybe only in southern states. I I can't speak for the whole US of A. I noticed it mostly on campus. So if someone would hold the door open for me and I'm like, thank you, like a Canadian does. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying you're welcome people would respond with like, "Mm mm-hmm, or just nothing. Yeah, I noticed that in Florida too, at the grocery store. Uh And people look at me like I'm weird. Because I was like, excuse me, sorry, excuse me, sorry, excuse me, sorry, like trying to grab chips or something. And they're just like, what is this? Like in any situation, like the cashier like packs your groceries in the bag. You're like, oh, thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that, yeah. And how it made me feel. So someone did it to me at the mall in Guelph not too long ago. Like, were they from out of town? I don't, must have been been from out of town. (laughs) If you're American, please don't stop listening to us we love you 
love America. No, I literally do, but they have a, they they have a different uh, different vibe. It's it's a different vibe, but it's also a me problem because I'm the one that's interpreting it as are you upset that I said thank you? Like it's almost like right, I'm right. annoying them by saying thank you. They're like, mm-hmm, like fucking get out of here. Like yeah. don't talk to me, you know. But if you're like you're trying to start a conversation, yeah, exactly. But if you grew up in the states and that's just like common how someone responds to a thank yeah. you you might not think twice about it you're just like cool cool like you know we have cousins that are american yeah i know so we should probably ask them yeah like are you offended when when you say thank you and someone's like mm-hmm. is it annoying like do you use the word thank you throughout your day yeah i'm always like there was a cartoon of that interaction it's like like i'm all upbeat and i'm like oh thank you and then they're like mm-hmm, and i'm just like rage not rage just like a little bit sad sad and like the rain <laughs> starts pouring on me and i'm like a little rain cloud over your head yeah, like sorry to bother you. Like I'm sorry that, I- and now I'm gonna say sorry. Yeah, for, th- for that's saying a real problem. For saying thank you. I do that way too much. I say thank you, sorry, when I'm out at like I was just at Canadian Tire this morning, which is a lovely place, and we're just going through. And someone just like takes a step, like it's just such a normal social thing to just like move, take a step out of the way. I'm pushing a baby in a cart, you know, like they just kind of step. It doesn't even change their pace. Like they just like step, and I'm like, oh, thank you. Have a great day. <laughs> like thank you. Thank you. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I'm the annoying person at the store. People are like, I'm just here to get some duct tape. Like, if we could just keep this low key. I know. No talking to everybody you know what was crazy in italy if you're walking down the street like i was always the one to move out of the way like sidewalks are narrow so Mm. if you're walking towards someone in opposite directions you're Mm -hmm. coming close to each other like i'm gonna step aside Mm -hmm. someone in italy and again this is northern italy i can't speak for all of italy but they will fucking And this is this one person in no 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 this was like a regular (laughs) occurrence i was there for three months okay they okay. will fucking walk right through you. Bulldoze. If yeah. I didn't move out of the way, and I probably, as I was moving out of the way, was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. And then you go home it's at the end crazy. of the day and you're like, why am I such a fucking like, like, fuck this shit. And then you go out the next day and you're like, sorry, like, let me just get out of the way. I know. I know. It's so weird. We're socially programmed. But I think that it's more common too for women to step out of the way than men. Yeah. Canadian women. Yeah. But I'll always move. It could be like a 10 year old child yeah. walking and I'm like, oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Sorry for existing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to move over here. <laughs> if I could just disappear. <laughs> I would, trust me. (laughs) Have a great day. Okay. Do you want me to go with my second one? Yeah. Like I'm raring to talk about these. No, I'm fucking riled up and we might have like differing opinions because I saw in our notes that you entered paper bags. As bullshit? Yeah, they are bullshit. But here's, here's my thing and I have a few thoughts. The fact that no fucking store has bags anymore should be illegal. Okay. That's strong. Do you know how many times I walk into Walmart? Totally forgot to bring in a bag, but I have mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff. Then you realize it as you're walking towards the cash and I mm-hmm. refuse to purchase more fucking reusable bags that are better for the environment. No, because now I'm throwing out reusable bags because it's fucking ridiculous. You go to Lululemon, you go to the mall, you go to any store. They hand you your purchase in a reusable bag. How many reusable yeah. bags? do we need and like if you're throwing yeah. out the reusable bag is that not worse for the environment okay but okay so one nobody listen to what renee just said do not throw out your reusable bags donate them to your local food bank <laughs> they need those to hand out food really to see i didn't know that yes yes they package the food in those bags and then those people get to use those bags okay this like i'm sharing this on instagram today because i never would have thought yes. of that okay i did not create that on my own i was cashing out one day and i was like oh my god i have a hundred of these at home and she was like oh the food bank like really likes when you donate them there because they use them so i went and dropped off bags and they were pretty pumped about it so food banks local food banks want those bags if you have extra i like to keep like we have so many to have now I just purge. If I want to load stuff up in the car, like let's say I'm going to mom's and I have to like pack the car, mm. I, l- I have to remove mm. all the reusable bags out of the back of my car mm. because there's so That's a problem. many. So again, I'm just going to make a highlight here. Um, the issue, I think, is probably with you remembering. Yeah, but it's fucking annoying. I don't, I don't think to go into the mall and bring reusable bags with me. HomeSense doesn't have okay, bags but, anymore. Like, yeah. <laughs> so make the thought. So like, I have to be a person that just <laughs> like carries change. reusable bags around 24 7 like i'm gonna get a fucking belt loop and like hang them on my belt 
<laughs> just get a giant fanny pack. Full of reusable bags. Like, God forbid you well, just make a purchase great. on a whim, you know? Oh, sorry, we don't have bags. Yeah, well. Here, purchase this one for a dollar and have it sit in your house and take up space. Like, it fucking drives me nuts. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you're right. I can't see a solution to this problem whatsoever. How about we just all try our best to remember to bring reusable bags? Should you forget or make a purchase on a whim, perhaps they could offer you a plastic bag. <gasps> Am I canceled? Like, yeah, but you know, like as soon as I, as they give you the option, like you specifically, okay, if I forget my bags, we'll give you plastic bags. You know, you're not bringing those bags in. You're going to get plastic bags a hundred percent of the time. I don't agree with that. I yeah. literally don't. Except for the one day that you feel like you have your life together and then you like grab it's your reusable bags. It's easier to use the reusable bags. But like, okay. If I go to the mall and I buy a pair of leggings from Lululemon, like don't give me a reusable bag that's made out of thick plastic that's literally Lulu's, the size of yeah. two credit cards. What the fuck am I going to reuse this piece of shit bag for? Yeah, I don't um, I don't really ever take bags. So what do you do? Carry it around? Stores. I don't really shop. The last time I shopped at the mall, Renee, I bought those freaking turtlenecks right. for our photo shoot. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example right fucking now. Pri and I went to the mall to get his t-shirt made for that costume where he was Travis Kelsey's mom. Yeah. So we go to the mall mm -hmm. and I intended on carrying the t-shirt with the receipt just out of the mall. And while mm. we were waiting for them to print the 87 on the t-shirt, I'm like, oh, let's run to Shoppers Drug Mart. I have to get face wash stuff. So we go to Shoppers Drug Mart. I bought like a big bottle of face wash, a big bottle of face cream and something else. I forget what the other thing was. Anyways, we go up to the cash no fucking bags. I'm like, well, we're not purchasing a bag. Like, this is stupid. Like, so Pri's carrying two big bottles of face wash and moisturizer and something else with a little receipt through the mall. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, like, I mean, I get it. But I mean, I don't know. I When I'm going out to get something, I just bring my bag with me. Okay, so Liza's better than me. I just remember to bring a bag. To be honest, like, I saw that your note was that you're shitting all over paper bags. Yeah, because that's the stupidest invention that's ever existed. No, I'd rather have a fucking paper bag than no bag. Okay, let's go back to... To, do you remember the nursery rhyme, the three little pigs and the big bad wolf? Yeah. Okay. So the two first pigs that built their houses out of straw and sticks, that wolf got in there. Okay. It's the equivalent to making a bag out of something that rips, gets wet and tears so easily. What is the point? Well, at Whole Foods, they double bag it. It's literally better than no bag. There's no handles. Whole Foods has handles. Okay. Well, for the 90% of the people that don't shop at Whole Foods, <laughs> I, know, I don't strawberry either. costs $7. <laughs> I don't either. Like, no thank you. <laughs> I know. I don't either. Oh, my God. Oh. I thought I was fancy because I was at Sobeys. Yeah. Anyways, it's a square I know, and you have to carry bag. it like this. Like, with your arms. Yeah. So, God forbid you have two of them. And, like, all you, you can't put anything that's, like, cold in there because it's just going to have condensation wet the bag rip through. Like, it's <sighs> terrible. If it's snowing outside, it's going to get wet. You can't put the bag on the ground. It's the worst invention ever paper bag for groceries stupid okay well they probably did that because people were like no to the plastic bags so they're like okay we'll make them out of paper yeah but like did they not have a round table and like bounce some ideas off you know anyways there's got to be something out there that's better to like make a bag out of <sighs> okay let's move on to the next topic because like <sighs> holy crap we've almost been talking for a half I'm hour we mad. haven't even i know it's hard to move on from that okay let's talk about choosing a book because this oh, brutal yeah, it is brutal and also that is how I feel about selecting something to watch on Netflix is how you feel about choosing a book to read. But like on Netflix, I have an easier time because you get like a little video clip. So you're like, mm, like, does that spark yeah. joy? The book, you read like a little paragraph. And you're like, okay, like I get what the book's about. But like, I don't have a feel for like how this book's gonna be. I know. And then the cover is a huge deal to me. Massive. Like if it's like just an ugly cover or like a, just a picture of like two people or something, like I'm not into it. It's gotta be like kind of cool, you know? Like catch your eye. I know. Anyways, I spent two hours laying in the dark on yeah. my, is it a Kobo? Yeah. Is that what they call it? Just scrolling, reading paragraphs, scrolling. And then finally I was like, whatever. I went to a blog and read like their suggestions for people in their thirties. I was like, oh, I'll just narrow it down that way. Saw one, picked it, bought it. Didn't even think about it. Just shut my laptop and went to bed. You're like, got it. Yeah, I selected one. Yeah, got it. Now I'm going to bed. See you later. You should get on book TikTok because so many people do reviews of books. They're like the best books I read in 2023 like if you want mystery thrillers and they'll like go through them okay. I'll send you some because I saved a bunch of them yeah I feel so out of the game
name and I don't even know what I want to read. I don't even know what I read. Like the last thing I read was that sociopath next yeah. door. And I thought I read it. And then when I logged on to that Kobo, it said 50% So you didn't done. finish it. I was like, oh. Was that a nonfiction or a fiction? It's a nonfiction. It's a therapist oh. talking about sociopathy and how like lots of people have it but they're not not everyone's violent everyone thinks of sociopathy as like a serial yeah. killer but lots of people have traits of sociopathy and they're not mm. violent like they tend to like do well in business the people that decided to get rid of bags at stores sociopaths for 100 percent sure. <laughs> diagnosis made <laughs> okay so i totally agree and so now what i do is i start to try and think about what book i want to read while i'm still reading the one i'm currently on and and I think the thing is, is that you're paying money for the book. And so you feel like you're more committed to it. Whereas Netflix, you could just like so many times pre and I go to watch something and I'm like, this sucks within five minutes. And then we just yeah. like change it. But it's just mm-hmm. like committing to something is so difficult. But I look on Indigo or like, do you have Goodreads? No. Like Goodreads, you can look at most popular books. They have a bunch of lists that like ranks books. You could read people's reviews. But the thing about me is like, I'll read people's reviews. And if there's one shitty review, I'm like, well, there goes that book. I know. Because you know you're going to feel that way yeah. when you read it now. Because you're like, well, they just planted that yeah. seed. Like, I'm for sure going to think the main character <laughs> I know. is... Uh, I know. Uh, I know. Okay, let's get into our pop culture stories. Just... Okay, wait. One more thing I was just thinking about when we were talking about shopping yeah. bags. How infuriating is it? You make it to Walmart. You like pack up the baby, like get everything, like whatever. We're in the car. We get there. Day's going good. Walmart now, you have to put the little coin in the cart. Yes. So now you have to put a quarter in. So I go and I get the quarter. I wipe the cart down and everything. Get Poppy in it. There's like people behind me. I'm like, okay, I'm going, I'm going. Like Poppy's all set up. She's buckled in. Start walking through Walmart. One of the wheels on the cart. I was so I paid a dollar for this cart. Yeah. And like, I finally get her all strapped in and comfortable and everything. And that happens. Yeah. Rage. Oh, did I return it? No. Did I keep gadonking through the whole Walmart? With yeah, I did. Rage. And Poppy was like, <laughs> <laughs> Poppy like has a concussion. Store. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Worst. And then I asked an employee, I'm like, this cart is broken. So I just want to make sure the next person doesn't get it. You know? So where should I bring this to get repaired? She goes, well, like, yeah, a lot of them are like that. I would just probably just put it back there. I was like, okay. So there's no problem solving here. None whatsoever. God. Yeah, no, totally Anyways. agree. Okay, we are going to get into the vintage pop culture section. It's always so fun to pick a vintage pop culture story and then basically mm-hmm. read the Wikipedia page about it and just be like, what? It's how it affected culture and society. That's what blows my mind is these little moments are at the time or like, you know, a TMZ moment, like whatever. But then like 10 years down the road, you realize what that caused. Yeah. You think about Crazy. how if it happened now. Anyways, the one I picked for this week was in 2004 which is like 20 literally it was like 20 years ago almost exactly Insane. yeah uh in 2004 janet jackson was doing the super bowl halftime show and on her last song she had justin timberlake come out and they did his song i want to rock your body That was such a good album. Anyways, the last lyric of that song is, I'm gonna get you naked by the end of this song. Oh, yeah. So when he sang that lyric, he like rips off a part of her outfit and her... Of the bodice. The bodice. Yeah, right. (laughs) The fucking bodice. That's what that's called. (laughs) So he rips off a part of it. It it just like magically fully rips off perfectly to expose her boob. Which has a big silver sunshine nipple ring on it. No, it's a nipple shield, it says. Oh, whatever. It's nipple jewelry. But the way that I read it was that it was a sticker. Yeah, no, they talked to the guy that sold it to her. Okay, so this is important in how I think about this story. Because in my mind, it was like, you know, the nipple covers that you get? like To keep your nipples from showing? It was like that of a sunshine so what was it no what i saw was that it was like a silver metal that goes around your nipple they went to like a jewelry store to find it okay and that when he bought it this guy he's like just wait i think he was like a producer or something i don't know someone close to janet jackson and went in there and was like oh like thank you so much wait till you see the end of the halftime show and he said that to the guy so then after all of this happens then they interviewed this guy and he was like yeah i now i remember they said that okay So I have a picture of it right here. 
Yes, mom, I Googled it. Do you see it? Yeah, it's like a piece of jewelry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's literally like you can see her areola. Well, let's just say we don't casually wear those around. A hundred percent. Okay, so that was going to be my point is like, why the fuck are you performing at the Super Bowl and make sure you put something over your nipple? Absolutely ridiculous. Another thing said was that there was like this red material at the top of the part that he ripped off. Yeah. And that was supposed to be like the undercover, but they had a picture of the piece that he ripped off in his hand and it was that frill is just at the top like it's just the leather cup that like ripped off perfectly and it's leather like you're not ripping off I know like so how did that rip off so perfectly and it looks like it snaps on around her boob like oh it's so obvious to me okay so that was my feeling was like obviously this was planned yeah and what I think happened is that they were expecting not such a negative backlash Like when it happened, I think they were thinking it was going to be like some cool big moment. Yeah. And did you re- did you read the part about how it was Justin Timberlake was trying to like one up Britney uh, yeah. Spears because she had kissed Madonna? Yeah. Okay, just think about that. But at the end of the day, the biggest thing that shocked me from reading about how the public and media reacted to that happening was how it was all about her. Yeah. She her songs were like taken off radio stations, but not Justin's. Yeah, I know. Like what? What the fuck? But even on a bigger note, who cares? Oh my God. Why did we care so much? As I was reading the story, I was literally like, it's the style now to fucking have your nipples like showing through your shirt. Like that's just like people (laughs) walk down the street with their nipples out. And here 20 years ago, it was at the end of a performance. It's almost like, you know how Elvis used to get banned for like shaking his his hips. hips. Yeah. It's the same thing. Literally. Nipple shield. Literally. I know. I don't understand why it was such a big deal. And it was like, people took it really seriously. It was really fucking Like as serious. if kids were going to be like traumatized because they saw a nipple shield. So the FCC, which is the Federal Communications Commission, which I think they make sure everything is like okay on TV. Mm-hmm. You, sound like, you sound like you did some research. No, that's how I'm going to define that entire organization. They fined CBS 27.5,000. I can't read numbers. $27,000. But then they increased it to 325000 They fined... CBS 550,000 but then they voided that but like you know what else what <laughs> this, this also was crazy uh Janet Jackson was the most searched person and term of 2004-2005 and it broke the record for the most search event over one day and it became the most watched recorded and replayed television moment in TiVo history. Remember TiVo? Right. So did their plan work? Uh, yeah. Nuts. But did it negatively impact her career and not his? It's Janet Jackson. Like, I think Miss she's all nasty right. if you... What, what does she say? <laughs> I don't know, but you really wanted to come out strong with that. <laughs> yeah, no, I think she'll be all right. She's um, she's Janet Jackson. I don't think a, a nip slip's gonna break her down. Yeah, so that was referred to as Nipplegate. So MTV used to produce and like run the Super Bowl halftime show and they never did again. Oh the Super Bowl was like, uh, nama. Now imagine being like, like what else was going on in the news at that time? Like politically? Yes, everyone was saying okay. it was to distract from the war in Iraq. Okay, so imagine now you're a soldier, okay? And you're over there risking your life Mm -hmm. and the headlines back home are about a nipple shield and not all the effort and and your life that you're putting on the line overseas Mm -hmm. it's about janet jackson's nipple Mm -hmm. where are our heads at Mm -hmm. that is crazy i know i know that's the media that's the media for ya okay what's your vintage story Oh, buddy. I wish I had more like dates and stuff, but you got your phone out so you can look it up. Yeah. Instantly went back to like, oh my God, I can't believe this actually happened. And then when I started reading about it, I couldn't believe what didn't happen after it. And it was when Mike Tyson bit off the ear of Evander Holyfield. Yeah. So this was 1997. I just read the whole story about this this morning. He bit his ear twice? Twice. Yeah. And at one point he spit out a piece of his ear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like they found it. It was like an inch of ear cartilage 
Yeah. He bit another person's body. Yeah. The thing that's crazy is that it happened. And so they stopped the fight. Like he was bleeding, obviously, profusely. So they went to their corners of the ring and they have a, I guess, a medical doctor Mm -hmm. there who can determine whether or not it's safe for the fight to resume. And like they decided it's fine to resume the fight. Like, I think it's just a guy with like a big tub of Vaseline and they just (laughs) cover all wounds with this Vaseline to make it stop bleeding. And they're like, yeah, you're good, champ. Get back in there. But like how did... a squirt of water. Don't swallow it. I I don't know how boxing works. Mom's going to be like, you should have researched it. (laughs) But like at what point do you end the fight, right? That's what I mean. Like when it turns from boxing where there's like techniques that they've like practiced their whole life to just um, assault. Yeah. He just took off a piece of someone's body. Yeah. Throw the flag in. Mm -hmm. I know because if you think about like a basketball game, as soon as something like that happens, like the player is ejected from the game. Yeah, but then if you think about a hockey game, they're encouraged to just keep beating the crap out of each other. It's so weird. No, but if you really, really fight in hockey, don't you get taken off? There's blood flying before they start doing that. It's typically, there's like certain things that the refs look for. Helmet came off, he's down on the ice. There's a chance his head could get smashed into the ice. Like things like that, I think they'll call it. Yeah. But for the most part, they're allowed to just I guess it's like a contact sport versus basketball is not to that degree. In football, they're not allowed to fight but hockey it's like a cultural thing they've accepted yeah that's really weird eh it's so weird in volleyball you can't even be like shut up no. like red flag i know <laughs> I know. A red card. You like complain about a call like you're done. So Tyson was losing the fight. They, I guess they had done three rounds and Holyfield won all three rounds. And then I guess in the fourth round is when that started happening. They decided to resume it. He bit his other ear after that happened. And then I think they called it. So I found out an interesting <laughs> bit of information as I was reading this massive Wikipedia page about that incident. In 2022, they put out and I sent you a picture of it. Holy ears, which are... THC gummies. THC gummies. Absolute genius. And they're literally in the shape of little ears that have been bitten. It's very strange. So apparently they became really good friends after the fight. Who wouldn't? I know, right? right? It's And like Mike Tyson just seems like an odd guy. That's gross. He bit off his ear. I know. And there were no drugs involved. That's crazy. The whole, like how they are marketing these THC gummies is if I was on these gummies, I wouldn't have bit his ear are you is that a joke you're making i'm up, or dead is that real no i'm dead ass serious oh my god that's amazing <laughs> After biting Holyfield, his boxing license was revoked and he was fined $3 million, but then they reinstated his license. So they gave him a slap on the wrist. Shortly after. Yeah, because it, look at how much they made. Yeah, so the match generated a total, at the time, this was 1997, $180 million, so that's equivalent to $328 million today. So when I saw that they had put out the gummies, I was like, are they okay financially? Like, why would you do that? I don't know about Holyfield like Tyson's name you know his character kind of is his celebrity so like he's maintained this celebrity you know but Holyfield I think was a boxer and then he's but like you would think they made a shit ton of money but like probably but who knows like athletes you hear about football players all the time they made millions and then they're working at a grocery store after because in my mind I was like why would you maybe they just like the industry it's a hot industry Mike Tyson's net worth and these are probably all fucking wrong but 10 million as of 2023 Oh, I thought it would have been more. Yeah. If you think about it, that's not crazy. Oh, wait. Boxing. This was in July 2022. Evander Holyfield is bankrupt. There you go. He's declared bankrupt and is now worth $500,000. Oh my gosh. What? Wait, how does that work? Because like, I'm not worth $500,000. Do I declare bankruptcy? (laughs) That seems like a a good... Oh, like, so he's rich. like a good chunk. Yeah, like what? Uh, so apparently this article was written in December 2023. Evander Holyfield lost $200 million over a mansion debacle. So he owned a mansion previously and somehow that drained him. Mo money, mo problems. Oh my God. Nobody's fighting me over my mansion. That is nuts. Anyways. I forgot to tell you, I had to call 911 yesterday. Why? I thought someone was passing out in front of my house. And what happened? Uh, she was not. 
She was just pushing her cart. I brought her some fruits and she carried on her way after the paramedic checked her out. <laughs> oh my but God. I, you know what was annoying though? Is like the paramedic was like annoyed with me. Yeah. I was like, sorry. I thought she was nodding off. Like I'm not just going to let this happen. Mm-hmm. So he was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're all, we're good here. And he just took her name and then she just carried on her way. But you brought her some fruits. Banana, apple, orange, a loaf of bread. My loaf of sourdough. Oh. I was like, sourdough. Oh. But that's fine. I called 911 before, but I, I didn't call 911. I called the non-emergency number. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you did? No, I called that because I thought she was actually oh, okay. overdosing. Yeah, no, I just saw a guy sleeping on this on the sidewalk, but it was like a university student. Like I was walking Muffin in Ottawa. Oh, okay. So it, it looked out of place. It was very odd. And I was like, um. Did you try to wake him up? No. Oh. No. Okay. I called from a distance. Oh. Like here, this is where he is. Bye. Oh, yeah. One time there was someone on my, I was on my way to work and someone was laying on the boulevard on the side of the road with one shoe on. And so me and my friend, we were both nurses at the time and we worked in a rehab center. So anyways, we went back, we got like our Narcan kit and come back out and we're like trying to wake him up. He's not waking up, not waking up. So then I'm like, wait a second. So I turned to her and I'm like, oh, well, he's not waking up. We better call the police. And immediately he jumps up and just starts running down the street. (laughs) He just had a rough night, I guess, but he did not want to deal with the police. That was like his alarm bell. Oh, well, we better call the police. Bing! Oh my god. Well, there's a way to wake someone up. Okay, new pop culture. These will be quick. I can't even remember what mine is. I have the worst memory. Oh, right, 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 right. pop culture is like... It's a little bit of an interesting story. Maybe it's because I know more of the background than you do. Okay, so Kelly Clarkson will stop paying spousal support to ex-husband Brandon Blackstock. And so I did a deep dive into their relationship. It's like really sad. Asterisk, she looked on Wikipedia. No, I was like reading all these articles, but they were married for seven years. He is Reba McIntyre's stepson. Okay. But anyways, they were married for seven years. They had two kids. He was previously married before Kelly Clarkson has two kids with his previous wife. But like she finally found love and like it just seemed so good for seven years. And then I don't know what exactly happened. And mom, I tried to research it, but like doesn't really give details. Her journals aren't online. No. Um, Her therapy transcripts are not online. Yeah. But something happened because it's been like a like the she filed for divorce in June of 2020 which is interesting because that was COVID so they were quarantining in her or their Montana ranch which is like Mm. worth almost 30 million dollars so she had to pay child support even though she had primary custody of both kids yes so which is so weird so she had to pay child support $45,000 per kid yeah when I saw these numbers i was like this Nuts. is crazy and then she had to pay child support i mean spousal support on top of child support a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars a month a month so she was that paying like two hundred thousand dollars a month spousal and child support like it's not like he was like a, a stay-at-home dad like he's a, a music like producer and everything but I don't know if his career was what it was because he was with her because a lot of the things that he's tied to are things that she was involved in mm, like I wouldn't be surprising yeah yeah I know you need to like you'd have to get all the facts but I just don't understand how the numbers get that high like regardless of what she who makes. needs that to live yeah, exactly and so the thing is I was reading the Canada guidelines and stuff for spousal support and how it works and they take a ton of things into consideration but really it's to protect people who are in situations where like for example let's say Pri and I got married and then I like dropped out of my PhD program and because he took a job in northern Canada somewhere there was no work there for me so like we started our family I like didn't do anything right when one partner's life gets put on pause for the sake of the other partner yeah exactly And they have to be able to see that that was clearly what happened, like in the Mm, relationship. mm. Somebody lost out, like being able to make money and blah, blah, blah. Someone sacrificed. So it's to protect people like that. But in this situation, I'm like, really? They were pretty much already adults when they got together and he had his own career. Like he was previously divorced. And then he was living in the $30 million Montana ranch that she wanted. But then she agreed to give him 5% of that ranch 
rich, so I don't know if she paid him out. She did have to pay him like $1.3 million for something. But he owes her money. He owes her $2.6 million as of now, but his team is going to appeal it because apparently he took too much money for certain deals that he, when he was like her manager or whatever. Because he didn't have the proper credentials. Yeah. It's just crazy. And so. What a nightmare. She's moving her show to New York and we just um, wish her well and enjoy your extra $200,000 a month. Yeah. Oh my God. Which is probably nothing to her, but still. How is that nothing? I, well, you, be- you no better believe that's it. nothing to anybody. You better believe Ugh, it. That makes me want to vomit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your story is? What was my story? Oh my God. It's the oh, lip yeah. readers. So I can't even. How did you even find that? Like, Well, like I'm up on things, you know? Like I'm just so in it. Okay. So explain to the people. People hired. Not people. TMZ. Oh, sorry. TMZ in particular hired lip readers to examine the video of Taylor Swift and Kelsey on New Year's Eve to see if he said to her, I love you. Mm-hmm. Like, get a life now. (laughs) So the thing that mostly drove me nuts about this whole thing was that Elle made an entire article about it. And the title of the article is Lip Readers Weigh In on Whether Travis Kelsey Told Taylor Swift I Love You in Viral New Year's Eve Video. So then you scroll down, you start reading the article and it goes, TMZ contacted a few professional lip readers, some who've testified in high profile court cases, the outlet wrote. The lip readers consensus was that the video is far too blurry to make any call on a public love declaration but you wrote a fucking article about it <laughs> someone's at like their little cubicle at l like come on i gotta make the magazine i gotta make the magazine <laughs> yeah they gave me this article and they're like i crushed this one yeah tmz hired lip readers who said the video's too blurry why are you bothering me get a life i have real things to do lip reading for yeah yeah, yeah. on high profile court cases yeah <laughs> And they're like, did Travis say he loves Taylor? Can you look at this video? I need to know. <laughs> like it's Blows so, it's so, the fact that this article takes up space on the internet is just. I'm just so relieved that this is your approach to this article because I literally thought you were gonna be like, oh my God, like I wonder if he did say it. Like their relationship must be at a new level. Like I literally thought you were gonna be like, like I'm that. assuming that they do say it and I don't really care, but also like. I literally haven't thought about it once. I never thought of it before you until you sent me this article but then I was just fucking pissed off that it was like they said the video was blurry so we're writing an article about it (laughs) and that article is probably gonna get read thousands and thousands of times yeah a thousand percent okay well um I just really let's end on this yeah your world your world whatever whatever you want whatever you want I wanted to know if you have seen any of these most streamed shows on Netflix okay go the night agent i thought that was an old one with hugh laurie but is it with hugh laurie it was released in march 2023 but like released on to netflix or like released to the world i don't know those details again research importante i just have a list okay just read me the list i'll tell you no night agent i've never even heard of it okay so no No. Ginny and georgia i've heard of it there was like a vibrator scene that was really popular Mm. but i haven't heard of that okay i've heard of it never seen it the glory hole no that's all that came to mind (laughs) just the glory <laughs> uh negative no, no never heard not. of it okay wednesday i tried but i tried too i was like i can't didn't catch me no didn't same. catch me queen charlotte a bridgerton story absolutely not that's not something i would ever watch i watched the two seasons of bridgerton but not this bridgerton's the one where they have all the heavy accent i can't handle it hey. um you yeah i watched that but then i saw i don't know how many seasons are out i i like watched it got into it but then i don't know where it's at yeah right so now. this is season four it was released in february 2023 so i only saw two seasons i think me too two seasons but that was a really good show yeah it's weird we it's should good. watch the third and fourth season uh la reina del sur yeah that also says not released in certain countries so not released globally let's read the fine print oh so you looked at my list <laughs> <laughs> research okay outer banks I just want to make mom proud outer banks no that's like the space one i guess i never heard of it it's like aliens okay and foobar isn't foobar from like old i know like isn't that like a canadian that must be a remake yeah foobar was like a comedy like oh what was the lines from foobar foobar i, I want to watch the original where that, that was like a one. canadian thing was it not i can't say okay so the new before. one is a cia operative on the verge of retirement okay no that's not okay look up real foobar okay what does foobar oh my god what does foobar mean in canada it's 
It's a military acronym for fucked up beyond all recognition. <laughs> that makes the old FUBAR that much funnier. Like what? Okay, this is gonna have to be in our follow-up because I swear to God. Oh my God. Okay, here. FUBAR is the story of two lifelong friends. It's a Canadian film from 2002. Headbangers, Terry Cahill and Dean Murdoch. Yes, everyone was nuts over this. Yeah. It's like a fake documentary. Yeah, mockumentary. About like, they call them headbangers, but it was filmed around Calgary, Alberta. Yeah, it was like a shoestring budget. Uh, yeah. Yes. I'm pretty sure there's a scene where there some guys like jumping out a window and you can see like, it looks like they put a couch cushion in his shirt to like catch his fall. <laughs> Oh my god. I gotta get uh, I gotta get pre to watch that. That's a good one. I think that's gonna be this Yeah, weekend. the the slogan of the movie cover is just giver. <laughs> Love it. Okay, well, do you have anything to share with the class? Uh, no, I think we did great. Yeah. Do you think I should start wearing mas do you wear mascara every day? Mm, not every day, but I am right now. Don't you find it bugs your eyes? No. I've tried so many different mascaras, I just gave up on it. So now I just look like I don't have eyelashes at all. Like I just shave them off. Look at my eyes. You can't even see them. I can see your eyes. But it doesn't help that I take my concealer and just like spread it all over my eyelashes too. So I did it to myself. But I just I canceled mascara out of my life. It's a terrible thing. Yeah, it's really annoying to take my makeup off before bed but like today normally I wouldn't have put on makeup but we were recording this and I was like Ugh. but I'm literally gonna go watch Squid Game like oh. I want to finish it but I'm only on episode six like it's so good at the end I was like I'm so happy at the New Year's Eve party that I was at one of the girls there was thinking about a, like a, applying Ooh. to be on the next one because they take people from all over the world we were supposed to talk about this I know we were it was in the TV recap section but my it's very much like Big Brother I find but also I just have a note for the editor of the show. Like there's too many long pauses. I didn't notice. Like it bothers me. Like, you know, when they're like lined up and they're going to open like the Jack in the boxes. I'm like, fucking go. Like, what are you waiting for? Like that's ADHD. No, it is. You can't wait for the ding, 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 ding. <laughs> No, but, and then they're like showing people all distressed and like, mm -mm, like, I get it. The, the whole series could have been six episodes instead of 10 if they just took out all the boring pauses. Because like Big Brother is on three times a week and it doesn't feel like that. Maybe mom can research that for us. Yeah, the thing about filming is like to get a 30 second clip, they could film all fucking day. Today I was watching an episode and Milo was like, oh, like what's happening? Like, blah, blah, blah. like what does evicted mean and all this stuff? And now he's telling people that they're evicted. But anyways, you know how like the ink like blows up on their chest when they're evicted? So I was like, that's just a paintball gun, Milo. Like that's not, and Pri's like, that's not a paintball gun. Like that would hurt so bad. And I'm like, well, what is it? And he's like, there's probably something under their t-shirt that like explodes. And I'm like, oh, okay. That makes a there's lot more sense. There's just like snipers all around just getting ready to just take them out. <laughs> So, you know, when they were doing like the go stop thing, yeah. the red light, green light, in my mind, I was like, holy they fuck. They got good shots. They hired the American military to yes. just take people out. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was lovely. If you guys haven't already, please rate, review, subscribe, all those things. And if you have any ideas for vintage mm -hmm. stories that you want us to fully research and uncover crazy details about, just let us know. So yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Bye.